0: Go to reverse one going. After six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into a high mountain, and was transfigured before them. And his face did shine as the sun, and his remnant was white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elijah, talking with him. Mm -hmm. Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If thou would, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee and one for Moses and one for Elijah. Whilst he here spake, behold, a bright cloud Overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud. Which said, this is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Hallelujah. He said, this is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. He said, hear ye him. So Jesus was transfigured before his apostles. Hallelujah. Let's go to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. 12. I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God that you will be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So when the mind is renewed, then we can prove that which is good, that which is acceptable, and that which is the perfect will. So something can be good, something can be acceptable, it might not be the perfect will of God. Unfortunately, so many Christians, they are living on the good and acceptable, instead of living on the perfect will of God, and it is because their minds have not been transformed, it is because they haven't thought about the supernatural part of the mind, the supernatural realities of the mind. The mind is first and foremost supernatural. Your mind is spiritual. If your mind was natural, it would be impossible for demons to enter your life because a demon doesn't have a physical body to possess a man. He has to go through the mind. He has to go through the mind. The word transformed is the word we are going to dwell on. And I want to lay the foundation today week we would go deeper into this word. The word transformed here is the same word we saw in Matthew chapter 17 which says that Jesus was transfigured. He was transfigured. He was transfigured. They are the same words. This, what happened to Jesus in Matthew chapter 7, Matthew 17, is the same thing Paul was advocating through the Holy Ghost in Romans chapter 12. Is the same thing. What Paul was saying by the Holy Ghost is this, that the experience of Jesus, the supernatural change of Jesus, that all of a sudden, the scripture went on to say, that his face did shine like the sun. His face did what? Did shine like the sun and his remnant white as the light. That is what Paul through the Holy Ghost is advocating for the church. That you come to a point where your face is shining as the sun, your your clothes or your body is Immanated light, your body or your remnant is light, is lighted, full of light, and his remnant was white as light. Was white as light. Somebody said, Can this be possible? Yes, this is possible. You see, the Holy Ghost wouldn't will, will have permitted Paul to use that word if it was not possible. What is limiting us in the things of God is our level of believing, is our belief system. It says, it is unto you according to your faith. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18, as we behold him in a mirror, we are changed into the same image. What image is that? The image of his glory. We are changed into the same image. The same image. The image of God is His glory. That is why we cannot draw anything. We cannot hold anything and say this is the image of God. No, not, not even the crucifix. The crucifix is not the image of God. So having the cross on your neck means nothing. That is not the image of God because Jesus is no longer on the cross. He is alive forevermore. So, Paul by the Holy Ghost is saying that our minds can be transformed to the point that our face will shine like the sun. Hallelujah. Paul by the Holy Ghost was saying what? Our minds can be transformed to the point that our face will shine like the sun. Hallelujah. So it means by faith, my mind can be transformed to the point that my face is shining like the sun. Say it loud and clear. By faith, By faith my mind can be transformed can be to the point that my face that is, my shining is shining like the, like, the like the sun. You better believe this. In the kingdom of God, it's according to your belief system. What, you, Whatever you believe, it will happen. If you don't believe your mind can be transformed to the point that it affects your physical body, it won't happen. If you believe it, you will experience it. And by the way, the word transfiguration is being experienced every day in the lives of people. Before we go there, let me show you one. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Men are experiencing Transfiguration second Corinthians chapter 3 hallelujah the same experience Moses had Moses has the same experience and Moses was a type of Jesus Moses was a type of Jesus first second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 6 it says who has also made us able ministers of the new testament not of the letter but of the spirit for the letter killeth but the spirit giveth life the new testament is of the spirit is not of the letter so that is why if the old testament has any form of glory it is nothing compared to the glory that is in the new testament hallelujah now, Viseric says that but if the administration of the written and engraving in stones was glorious so that the king of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses. Why couldn't they behold the face of Moses? Moses has been in the presence of God. Moses was enveloped in the glory of God for 40 days, 40 nights that he came out of that encounter his face was shining like the sun. He, his face was so bright, the children of Israel were they were scared of Moses' face. They couldn't look into Moses' face. They couldn't look into his face. He says, and for the face of Moses, he said, Behold, let me, let me start from verse seven again. But if the ministration of death written and engraving in stones, he's calling it ministration of death that what Moses experienced is called ministration of death. He said, If it was so glorious that the children of Israel would not steadfastly behold the face of Moses, for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away with. So, Moses had experienced the glory of God that was considered that, that it was going to be done. It is done away with. Verse 8. How shall not the ministration of the Spirit rather be glorious? For if the ministration of condemnation be glory, much more does the ministration of righteousness exceed in glory. Hallelujah. 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 The the face of Moses shines so much that the children of Israel could not behold the face of Moses Moses has to veil his face. Moses have to do what? Veil his face. Because if you go to verse 12, 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 12. See then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech, not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not step aside, look to the end of that which is abolished. So the glory that Moses experienced the transformation the Transfiguration of Moses has been abolished has been abolished but why is there why is Paul through the Holy Ghost bringing this argument we are he's just trying to tell you the power that is available and possible to those of us that will meditate in the New Covenant as the new covenant is the ministration of the Spirit. Hallelujah. The new covenant is what? The ministration of the Spirit. That is the new covenant. It is the ministration of the Spirit. It is not the administration of condemnation. It is not the administration of death. And Moses veiled his face, and the children of Israel could not look into that face. So verse, verse 13 again, not as Moses would put a veil over his face, That the children of Israel could not step out to look into the end that which is abolished, but their minds were blinded. You see that? You see that Moses? Moses was the only person whose face did shine, whose face was glowing, whose face emanated the glory of God. The rest, he said, their minds were what blinded, so they could not reflect the glory of God. So, if we want to reflect the glory of God. Your spiritual mind must be opened. The eyes of your understanding must be opened. That's why Ephesians chapter 1, verse uh, 17, going. That the eyes of your understanding be what? Be the lighting. Because if not, you cannot manage the glory of God. The glory of God cannot shine upon you. So, but your minds were blinded. For unto this they remained the same veil, on taken away in the reading of the Old Testament. Which veil is done away in Christ? Hallelujah. Then, one Corinthians verse fifteen. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon the house. Nevertheless, when it shall be turned to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now, the Lord is that Spirit. The Lord is what that Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The essence of the Spirit of the Lord being in every place. Giving liberty to men and women is their minds to be open, it would it will benefit any believer. And that is why some Christians are in a place where the Holy Ghost is manifesting, the spirit of God is so strong in that place, yet they are not encountering any transformation. Why? Because the mind is blinded, the mind cannot see. Verse 18 says, But we all with open face beholding us in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image. From what the Im- the true image of glory of God is his glory. We call it light, but it's his glory. That's the image of God. The image of God is light. And the scripture says that as we keep looking, see, our we have advantage over the old testament Christians in the sense that. Our minds can be opened, and the eyes of our understanding can be opened for us to see the reality of God's glory. Their minds were blinded. All of Moses experienced that glory, that he stays this. shine Jesus, Moses was a type of Christ. Moses was a type of what? Christ. That is why he told them in, in, uh, in one of the the. Other members of the throne, one of them. He said, A prophet like me will go raised unto you, whom you must obey in all things. He was referring to Jesus. So Moses has an, 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 an encounter with God, God's glory on Mount Sinai. Is that not it? It was also on the mountain. Let's go back to Matthew, Matthew 17. Go with me to Matthew 17. Verse 1 and 2. He said, After six days, Jesus taken Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringing them up into a high what, mountain. Did you see that? It was Mount Sinai. It was a high mountain. Mount Sinai, a high mountain. To tell you the uniqueness of Jesus' ministry. So Jesus, Moses, was a type of Christ bringing the people of God from bondage, from the yoke of sin. That's what the scripture says Behold, the Lamb of God, that takes away what? The sin of the world. So Jesus, a type of Moses, delivered us from the dominion of Pharaoh. Who is Pharaoh? The devil. You see that? Pharaoh represented the devil in the Old Covenant. He is the devil now. And that's what Jesus did. Colossians 1 13. Who delivered us from the authority of darkness. Praise the Lord. So now the scripture is saying that in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, and that's the anchor, that is the basis, that's the foundation of that, this ministry. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 that we all with open face. With what? Open face. Our faces are not gray like Moses. Our minds are not blinded like the children of Israel. Hallelujah. Say to me, my, mind is not blinded, my mind is not blinded like the children of Israel. Like the, children. The, eyes of the eyes of my understanding is opened, opened and I am reflecting the glory of God. From glory to glory i am reflecting the glory of god hallelujah you see very soon in this ministry in your life you will be people will look at you and you'll be so scared especially those who are not born again but the level of the glory of god that will be emanating from your face the face of jesus shine like the sun hallelujah the the face of jesus did what shine like the sun his face did shine his face did shine that is my belief. That is my faith. It is unto you, are according to your faith. Mm-hmm. I believe that as I keep looking into this book, as I keep meditating on this book, as I keep confessing on this book, as I walk in the realm of this book called the Bible, my face in the midst of the unbelievers, my face will shine like the sun. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Say me, in the midst of the unbelievers, in the midst of- my face will be shining like the sun or say it confidently in the, the in the midst of the unbelievers my face will be shining like the sun like in the midst of, darkness, the midst of the darkness my body will be emanating light, my be emanating. I, am light in I am light in darkness I am light in darkness wherever I appear darkness must disappear darkness, darkness, I am full of light I am emanating the light of God. From glory to glory, his light is shining upon me. I am manifesting his light. I am a child of light. I am born of light. I am a man of light. I am a woman of light. That is my true identity. That is my nature. That is my true identity. That is my nature. I am light in Christ Jesus I am full of light I am full of light There is no darkness At all in me No darkness can manifest in me No darkness can prevail In my life I am walking in that light The light of Christ The light that darkness cannot Invade The light that darkness cannot overcome The light that darkness Cannot comprehend for the light shines in darkness the light shines and the darkness could not overpower that light that is, me. That, is me. that is me that is me I am shining in darkness and darkness cannot overpower me say it loud and clear say with me I am shining in darkness, I am shining and, darkness, in darkness. and darkness cannot overpower me cannot... I am shining in darkness and darkness cannot overpower me. Darkness cannot overpower. Hallelujah. Amen. The scripture says God abides in the light where there is no variableness, no shadow of tenant. There is no shadow at all in this light. So that means that no amount of darkness can survive in this light. Hallelujah. Say, so I am full of light. My spirit man is full of light. My soul is full of light. My body is full of light. And whatever represented darkness in the past. Must live now. Because my light has come. My light has come. Hallelujah. That is the anchor. That is the foundation of this ministry that men and women will walk in the reality of the light that is in christ jesus so we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the spirit of god the new covenant is by the spirit the new covenant is a covenant of the spirit and the essence of the Holy Spirit is to cause us to reflect, to manifest the glory of the Father from one level to another level. And the scripture says that in the kingdom of God, in the things of God, it is from wrath, from faith to faith, from glory to glory. Remember verse of uh, how do you call it? Romans chapter 1 verse 18, from faith to faith, from glory to glory. Hallelujah. That is your portion. Now, I'll mention something. Men have been transfigured every day. Men have been transfigured every day. Now, I want to read this. I think this is Western Dictionary. You see that when Jesus was transfigured before his apostles, when Jesus was transfigured before John, James, and Peter, that word transfigured is the same word Paul used in Romans chapter 12. Now listen carefully listen to what's traditional of the word transformed or transfigured it's a change of physical form change of what? physical form so imagine the mind of God just begin to imagine the mind of God and be he transformed be he what? transformed, in other words, be he transfigured so God demands a physical change in us, a physical what? Change. Are you getting it? A physical word change. The first sentence in Western dictionary on this word, and that same word trans uh, transfigured, that same word transform is the same word metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. is is two words, meter. If it if you separate it into um is this the first word is meter, morphosis, metamorphosis. Change of physical form. Change of what? Physical form, structure, or substance, especially by a supernatural means. Hallelujah. By a supernatural what? I mean, I don't know whoever wrote this dictionary, but that person must be spiritual. That person must be what? Spiritual. That the word transfigured the word transformed means a change of physical form structure or substance especially by a supernatural means hallelujah mm-hmm. so it means by a supernatural means. By, supernatural means by the supernatural means of the word of god by means. my body can experience a supernatural change my structure can experience a supernatural change. My mind can experience a supernatural change. My entire being can go through metamorphosis. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But I was I, I just saying, what has what, it I mean? A dictionary. Whoever wrote this dictionary is very spiritual. So the Holy Ghost told Paul that a believer through the word of God, a believer who engages his mind in the word of God can experience a physical change in his structure. He can not just make that physical change, physical change, a structure change, structure change, Means, meaning your mental structure, your vertebra, your n- neurons, neurons, all kinds of structure that the scientists have discovered in your system, they can all go through a supernatural change. Your bones can go through a supernatural change. The organs of your body can go through a supernatural change. You see, the devil has been using that against believers. That is why they can put cancer in your heart. They call it cancer of the breast. Cancer of the breast is a demonic transformation of the breast. Cancer of the breast is a demonic metamorphosis in someone's life. I told the pastor whose wife was sent back to the house to go and die of cancer of the breast. The pastor called Ken Hagen and the wife. They prayed first, then nothing happened. a Second, they third, day, as they were praying, Hagen's wife began to pray in the supernatural language. You know, they were praying the Holy Ghost. But I told them there's a gift of tongues. Remember we prayed for the gift of tongues last week? We prayed that God would give us the gift of tongues. Yeah. Now, as she, she entered into the gift of tongues, Hagen had the interpretation. Go and stand in front of her and say, you foul spirit of fear and there, come out. Medical doctors were seeing their breasts they were seeing breast, they were cancer of the breast yet it was a demonic metamorphosis, say demonic metamorphosis (laughs) say demonic metamorphosis metamorphosis. so so that means that if you leave your life open every day you go to metamorphosis you go to a structure change demonically If you don't bury yourself in the word of God, you don't give your mind to the word, you don't want to commit your mind into the word of God, you don't want to get your mind to the word of God, the devil will transform you. The devil will do what? He will transform you. He will metamorphose you. Hallelujah. He will do what? He will metamorphose you. But not in this church. Hallelujah. Not in this The devil. Cannot metamorphose anyone in this church. Say amen to that. Amen. Take me the, the devil cannot metamorphose anyone in this church. We are being metamorphosed by the Holy Ghost. Yes, oh, say it loud and clear. Yes. I am been metamorphosed by the Holy Ghost. I am by the Holy Ghost. I, today I'm teaching you Greek. You know that you must give me some certification in Greek. Studies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You, you see the mind is the, the central point. So with the mind. The mind is the central point. The, the central point. Or you can say the mind is the central focus. The mind <laughs> it is the gateway to the spirit realm. So with the mind. The mind is the gateway, the gateway to, the to the spirit realm. The mind, the mind is the gateway to the spirit realm, whether it is the demonic or Holy Ghost, you will determine that. but It is a gateway. Hallelujah. So you see, so the dictionary definition of the word metamorphosis or the word to be transfigured or the word to be transformed means change of physical form, structure or substance, especially by a supernatural means. The second definition says this way, Striking alteration in appearance of character or circumstances. Did you see that? Character or circumstances. So you see those who are on drugs. There is a, If you go to YouTube, you a, a, remember that video that we were watching at that time about those people in drugs in Kissington, is it Jamaica Street or somewhere? And then you see them standing in one particular posture like that. They were being metamorphosed by the demonic forces. A a, a structural change in them. They take the drugs and they enter into a state of uh, how do you call it? Yeah, they are sedated. They they just enter. They stand. stand, Some of them will just burn like this and they will remain there. Like this. So every day, whether man likes it or not, every day man is experiencing transfiguration. Every day. Every day. Believers, unbelievers, likewise, we are all experiencing it. If you give your mind to the things of God, your transfiguration will be light. Your transfiguration will be the glory of God. If you give your mind to the things of the world, if you give your mind to what is going on in the world, then it will be what? Darkness. Darkness. It will be darkness, it will be death. To be spiritual minded is life and peace. To be kind minded is what is death. Praise the Lord. Amen. Like I said, we are just laying the foundation today. And then they, they went on to give the third definition that typically marked and more or less upward this. Uh, development change in form or structure of an animal, each, each the example, the metamorphosis of a caterpillar into a butterfly, which we know that. Just imagine a butterfly. When you look at a butterfly, it's so beautiful. Some people want to catch it, some people wish that it comes to sit, and you know, some people say that it's giving them messages, and you know, all this is are nonsense. But, <laughs> <laughs> we know that it was once a what a caterpillar. How many people how many people will be so excited to have caterpillars? <laughs> to, they want to hold it. In America, you yeah, can tell that half of Americans who run away, will do not be able to hold caterpillars in their hands. Except, of course, those of us who have been in the village, who are village champions before, who <laughs> will be able to handle such things. The once ones here, when they say play mountains, they are on their toes, they are running away. Now, now watch this. So, a caterpillar, look, look at the shape of a caterpillar, look at the form of a caterpillar. All of a sudden, it becomes something so beautiful, so so desirable that even we have pictures. We have pictures of butterflies. We have artists that will look at some butterflies and draw pictures and they are making you know, ways and livings out of that. But it was once a what? A caterpillar. It was once a caterpillar. Now, the Christians who must learn this great lesson that no matter your state, no matter your shape, no matter your form, no matter what is happening, you require a Holy Ghost metamorphosis. There are some Christians right now that can be looking like a caterpillar, but they are butterflies in the naked. Amen? Amen. Maybe your own caterpillar is in the area of poverty. That the Holy Ghost wants to transform you. He wants to change your appearance into that of David. You know, the scripture says the little one shall be what? Shall be great. And then the small one, a strong nation. Is that not it? And there's even sometimes he compared to one that shall be like David. Praise the Lord. So, so, so. The mind, no matter the state of a man, a man will remain the same state. You know one of the Newton's is in Newton's laws, an object will remain a constant until what force is applied to it is it This is my own law, and I believe it is right. I believe this is by the Holy Ghost, and this is more real than what as Newton gave that a man will remain. In the same state and will never encounter a, a change, the change that he desires, until that change is experienced in the mind. A man cannot change outside the mind, whether for good or for bad. A man cannot change outside the mind. It is a divine law that is said so. It is a what a divine, knowledge. that is why in Romans, the writings of Paul, remember some time ago we did some studies, I was taking you through the book of Romans, the progression of the book of Romans, Paul started arguing about the word of God, the power of the word of God, the righteousness that came through the death and resurrection of Christ, and how Abraham received that righteousness without the circumcision of his flesh, you see that? Then he argued his way to Romans chapter 5. He began to tell us that this righteousness came because of great grace. Grace ushered in the gift of righteousness. Then Romans chapter 6, he began to tell us how by this righteousness we shall reign here on earth. Then Romans chapter 7, Paul began to tell us about his struggle with the flesh. He said it was alive once until the law came. When the law came, he died. You see that? When the law came, something took place. He was metamorphosed by what? death. He died. He changed. There was a change in him. And Paul said that, I see another law. In Romans chapter 7, do you notice that? I see another law working against the law of what? My mind. Romans 7. There is a law. There is a mental law that must be applied for a man to change. There is a mental law that must be what? Applied for a man to change. Whether for good or for evil. There is a mental law. That must be applied. So that is what Paul was saying. that If we take our minds. If we put the word of God in our minds. What is the essence of the new covenant. In Jeremiah chapter 31. In Hebrews chapter 8. Hebrews chapter 10. He said I will write. My law. That is the new testament. I will write it in your mind. Did you see that? And in your heart. What so that you can be transformed, you can be changed. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! So, so, so transformation in any form, whether good or bad, cannot take place except something happened in the mind. Except something happened in the mind. Man will remain a constant until a change happens in the mind. Man will remain at one a constant. I'm putting all these statements down? Man will remain at a constant until something happens in the mind. Hallelujah. An object will remain at a constant until a force is applied to that object. The same way, the life of a man will remain at a constant until something happens to the mind. Whether good or whether bad. So that's what God gave us this choice. To be spiritual minded. Now, uh, you see, the word spiritual, most people would think that it includes demonic. No. The demonic, to be demonically, demonically, I mean, mentally charged would lead you to spiritual death, separation from God. Like the joining of baptism, joining all these, you know, satanic groups for enlightenment leads you to eternal hell. I it, But when you link with the Holy Ghost the source of wisdom the source of life the giver of life, the creation of all things you have life you have peace two things, you have what? life and you have peace but when you go to the other side in the realm of the spirit it's only one thing, only one thing and it's what? death kindly minded is what? death kindly minded is what? Demonically minded, satanically minded is what is that? But with the Holy Ghost minded, let's do that word, Holy Ghost minded. Hallelujah. Say be Holy Ghost minded. Holy, Holy Ghost, Ghost minded, Ghost minded. Holy Ghost is what? Life and peace. Holy Ghost minded is what? Life and peace. Say again. Holy Ghost minded is what? Life and peace. Again, Holy Ghost minded is what? Life and peace. Again, Life and peace. Praise the Lord. So you see that in Romans chapter 7 Paul began to tell us he struggled with sin and Paul said there is another law working against the law of my mind. So man cannot experience a change until the mind is changed. Whether for good or whether for evil. Whether for good or whether for what? Evil. So then we'll go back to Romans Jeremiah chapter 29 as we run up. We're about to run up. Hallelujah. Romans 29. 11. The Lord said, for I know said we I know Jeremiah 29 verse what? 11. For I know the thoughts that God takes towards you. Hallelujah. He is the source of all thoughts. He is the source of what? author. He is the source of the mind. He is the creator of the mind. That is why our minds must be linked to him. Our minds must be linked to divinity. Until we, we begin to synchronize our minds with that of his mind, then we cannot experience his glory. We cannot do what we cannot experience his glory. We have to link our minds Just like in said, the independence of Ghana is meaningless until it is linked up with the total liberation of Africa. So is a believer that your life will be useless, meaningless, shapeless, formless, voidless, hardship. You will live a defeated life until your mind is synchronized with the Holy Ghost, with the creator of the heavens and the earth, with the word of God, with our Lord Jesus Christ. A Christian will be defeated. I don't care how much you fast, I don't care how much you pray. If your mind is not transformed, you are already a defeated Christian. Amen. Say, say amen to that. I I don't care how much you fast, I don't care how much you pray. If you refuse to get transformed by the renewal of your mind, if you refuse the metamorphosis of the Holy Ghost through your mind. You will be defeated any day, any time. The devil will whip you in any place. In fact, you can even take the devil to the holy ground. He will still beat you there. You can even take him to the burial site of Jesus. Say, now, Satan, look, I have come to Jerusalem where they buried Jesus. He will still whip you. Because what will cause the death and resurrection of Jesus to have effect in your life is to allow the Holy Ghost to metamorphose your mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! In other words, the life of Christ cannot be experienced until the mind goes through transformation. Hallelujah! And uh, you see, I am so excited knowing that my mind can experience what happened to Jesus on the month of Transfiguration. The month of Transfiguration. Do you, know why Elijah, do you know why Moses came? Because Moses was the first mortal man to experience transfiguration. Moses had to submit that transfiguration to him, to Jesus. Why did Elijah? Elijah appeared because Elijah is the head of all the prophets. The minister of the prophets have to be submitted to him. Moses represented the law, Elijah represented the prophet. The law and the prophetic must submit to Christ. Hallelujah. Say with the prophets, the law and the prophets must submit to Christ. That's why Hebrews chapter one he says that in sundry times God spoke to your fathers. God spoke to us through your your fathers through the prophets. Sorry. God spoke to your fathers through the prophets. But in these last days, he is speaking to us through his son. So the minister of Moses, which is the law, and the minister of the prophets, which Elijah represented, must submit to the minister of grace. who is who, Jesus of Nazareth. Hallelujah! Oh my goodness, what what a wonderful God we serve! So anybody going around right trying to exalt themselves because they are prophet, they are too late. Grace is the reigning champion. Grace is what the reigning champion. The law has been done away with. What you wear, what you eat is irrelevant, just don't be like one of those Hollywood stars. <laughs> I don't want to mention names. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Your mind is the gateway to the spirit realm. Your mind is the gateway to the spirit realm. Your mind is the gateway. And what you get you excited is the state of that word metamorphosis to be transformed transfigured that is what will take you to a deep research in scriptures deep meditation in scriptures and that is why he told Joshua meditate on this book day and night Psalms chapter 1 blessed is the man who meditates day and night he said this man shall shall prosper in everything that he he put his hand to do he is like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Hallelujah. Psalms 119 is all about meditation. You go and see. He says, Your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not see against." Like this. He said, Your word have meditated all day long. The greatest mystery, the greatest spiritual exercise is to meditate the engagement of the mind. Thank God for praying the Holy Ghost. That God is a very great spiritual exercise. But their mind must be engaged by way of meditation. Hallelujah. We are going to stop here and we'll continue next week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you blessed this morning? Is the Holy Ghost metamorphosing you? Is the Holy Ghost metamorphosing you? Lift up your voice and just begin to thank Thank Him. Thank you for tonight. Thank
1: you. Thank you for this morning.